back over my life, it seems like I ought to have forewarned everyone. If you're going to follow me, it's going to be a rough journey. That's like what Jesus said on second thought. Unless you take up your cross, you won't be able to follow me. I've been tying some things together, connecting the dots, if you will, lately, about a time in Russia where our team had to face down a gang in Russia every day that we were there. And I realized both my father and my mother's father fled Finland during the Russian invasion. They had already become naturalized Russian citizens when they left. God has a way of bringing full circle certain things in our lives and families, and the journey usually involves some dangerous things. Thanks for tuning in today to Life Journeys, a program dedicated to connecting the dots in our life between the trials and the scriptures to bring us along and give us strength and understanding. I'm Terry Hardigan. On one of our evangelism outreaches to Russia, I had taken our church's worship team along. As we pulled into the parking lot of an auditorium, our team of three men and seven women saw a frightening sight unfold in front of our bus. Men came flying out the door fighting. One man was kicked down and quickly pulled a knife and fought back. As this unfolded, I watched a man in a trench coat overseeing the whole event with a grin on his face. He was the leader. Little did we know, this auditorium was the hangout for this gang, and they didn't like us being there. As we entered the building, nightly, we would have to contend with them, and at a couple of points it got a little physical. Our months of preparation were going to be much needed. In the days that we are facing today, we find many people looking to the book of Revelation. In it, we're going to find the plans necessary to overcome the toughest challenges this world will ever see. Take note with me the first chapter, which sets the tone for who is in charge when battles break out. Revelation 1 verse 4 and following says, It's John writing to the seven churches which are in Asia. He says, Grace be unto you, and peace, from him which is, and which was, and which is to come, and from the seven spirits which are before his throne, and from Jesus Christ, who is the faithful witness, and the first begotten of the dead, and the prince of the kings of the earth. As the great tribulation is set to unfold here, God wants us to know who is in charge. Okay, folks, battling with COVID-19 and racial unrest and all the baggage that has come with it, this message is not from the president or the press. It's not from some political party, nor is it from the CDC. It is neither a collection of opinions or the result of some medical testing. Advisors have not put together a plan of action, nor is it a declaration of an emergency. It's from him. Verse 7 says, All the nations shall wail because of him. It's not global warming, poverty, politics, famine, energy, riots, or a virus that will cause men to wail. It's that who we are without God is not sustainable at all. When things in our lives get hard, it's an invitation from heaven to connect with the only power that can sustain us. 
but it takes effort, honesty, and humility to admit that we just cannot do this thing with our own resources. It's so easy to try to drill down on everything from what the government is really up to or how we can ever possibly figure out how to settle the tremendous tensions when there is racial unrest or how to figure out what to do when a relationships go south. John was exiled to an island called Patmos. It was a small 13-square-mile settlement that the Romans used to exile criminals and unfavorable souls. Upon arriving, the governor of the island quickly pardoned John, and his father-in-law allowed John to stay with him, whereupon John led the governor's mother to the Lord. He was there for about 18 months before being allowed to return, but before he left, the whole island had become Christian. It was here that John was given the revelation of the end of the world as we know it. Patmos was a place crawling with the discontented, the rejected, and those considered enemies of the state. John was stripped of his liberty. He knew what fears we have in our day and about our freedom being jeopardized. He also knew very well that his life was in the hands of God, for the empire had a well-ingrained tendency to crucify and otherwise torture and imprison people. Tested and tried men are those that God would use today to speak to us in our hours of calamity, fear, and confusion. They knew what the world could do, but the world had no idea what they could do. God is still saying, I chose you to live at such a time as this. I chose you to learn how to be a victor by the secrets of tapping into my love in the deadliest times of your life. I remember back in the little Russian auditorium, those gang members would taunt us and disrupt. Both of our interpreters were young ladies, and I can still see the one standing next to me saying, this is not good at all. I decided to take the meeting out into the parking lot on the last night, and these men quickly followed. I told the women to get on the bus, and anyone who wanted to listen could go aboard with the interpreters. Then the three men split up outside with gang members around them and, and myself. They tried to intimidate us, while their leader stood on the steps and just grinned. He knew if we stepped back or showed any fear, it would not go well for us. One man said through a bypasser who spoke English, If you were black, I would find any way to kill you right now. Then he asked, If we had heard about the Russian sub that sunk a few years ago and that their government wouldn't let the U.S. help. He said, Well, my brother died on that submarine. But you know something? Suddenly the atmosphere turned, and with respect they actually apologized to us. God turned the tables at the last instant. In Revelation, on the eve of the apocalypse, Jesus is saying this to his people now, Grace be unto you, and peace from him which is, and which was, and which is to come. And it doesn't matter. You see, it doesn't matter what things look like on the outside. And did I forget to mention... In this hostile atmosphere, one night, a blind woman was healed in Russia. 
God is with us in this world's greatest turmoil.